Hi, welcome to the shallow dive on the Dafyomi. I hope you enjoy. From the Mishnah Yud Gimel Amid Beis, Hareini Nazir, Vin Nazir Kishiyeli Ben. If somebody takes on a vow of Nazirus, he becomes a Nazir, and then he says he also wants to take another vow of Nazirus when he has a son. So first is his own Nazirus, then Nazirus when he has a son. Yischil Monez Shalom, he begins right away counting his own Nazirus, which was his first vow. Vechakach Nolaloben, and then at some point after that, his son is born. Mashlem es shalbano. So even though his son may be born within 30 days, and stam nazirus shloshim yom, an unidentified period of nazirus is 30 days. So if the son is born within that time frame, in theory he should start the nazirus for his Kabbalah, his second Kabbalah, for the birth of his son. Nonetheless, he, his first vow was his own Nazirus, Harini Nazir. So he completes his own Nazirus and only afterwards counts the Nazirus for his son. So his son's Nazirus will have to wait. If he, if he had the son born on day 20, for example, he'll have to wait 10 days, finish his own Nazirus, and then from day 30, he'll start counting his son's Nazirus. So he's, he says that his son also will be in a... He'll take on another Nazirus when his son is born. On him? Or on himself. On, on himself. himself. Yeah, on himself. Oh, not on... Uh, not on, on his son. son. Oh, okay. Because it's, no, it's confusing. Right. Okay. So he's taking on two Nazirus in for himself. But the first one is just straight on himself. The second one, when he will have a son born. Even though when the son is born, if it's within the time frame of the first Nazirus, in theory, it should start. But because... He, get, he took on the vow of his own Nazirus first, so that takes precedence. He finishes that up, and then he goes on to, to count the Nazirus for his son, that he took on for the birth of his son. Similar case, just that he reversed the order. Continuing the Mishnah, Seifa, Hareini Nazir Kishieli Ben. First, he takes on the Nazirus. When he shall have a son, he wants to become a Nazir. The Nazir. And then he's taking another vow of Nazirus right away, that he wants to become a Nazir. So here he prioritized the Nazirus from the birth of his son over the Nazirus stem. Right away, the second Kabbalah takes effect, that he starts counting the 30 days for his own Nazirus. And then afterwards his son is born, let's say similar if the son was born on day 20, because the first Kabbalah was for his son's Nazirus in this case, so he sets aside the counting of his own Nazirus. Is at day 20 of his own Nazirus. That goes on pause. And now, because the first Kabbalah was the Nazirus of his son, it just didn't kick in because there, his son wasn't born yet. Mm-hmm. And the second Nazirus was able to start because he took that on without any stipulations. But now that his son is born, that moves aside and takes priority. He needs to start counting that one, which again would be 30 days. And then afterwards, he will complete his own Nazirus. So 
if it was at day 20, that his son was born, he would not, like in the first case, just continue with the next 10 days of his own Naziris, but now he would begin counting the Naziris for his son. After the conclusion of that, so that would be at day 50 from the beginning, <coughs> he would count another 10 days for his own Naziris that was put on pause and now restarted after the Naziris that he took on for his son. And that's because the, the one thing that changed between the Reisha and the Sefer, the first part of the mission and the second part, is the order. What did he accept first? First part of the Mishnah, he accepted his own Naziris first. That takes precedence. In the second part of the Mishnah, he prioritized the Naziris that he took upon himself for the birth of a son. Boy, Rava. Rava asked a question. Where are we? Right here. Oh, okay. Omar Hareni Nazir, If a person first accepted upon himself a vow of Naziris to begin after 20 days pass, and the second vow he accepted upon himself is to begin in Aziris now for a hundred day period. What is the Do we say that since these hundred days, by the way he set it up, are not going to be completed within 20, so the, the second Aziris is going to start at 20, the first one for 100 days is not going to be completed. Lo chayli. Do we say that it does not get started? Odil mo kivon. De isle gidol seil basov chayli. Or do we say, since at the end he will have the appropriate hair growth, the hair growth for Nazirus is minimally 30 days, he's going to have that at the end. Therefore, it will be chal and the First Nazirus that he initiated for the that's starting immediately is going to be broken up. He's going to have 20 days, have a break with a second Nazirus, and then continue after that. He's going to have uh, 30 days later, continuing with the final 80 days. At the end, he's going to have a Nazirus uh, of Gidl Seyar. He's going to have a proper hair growth. So maybe... It's how. So this case that Rav is asking is somewhat similar to the case of the Mishnah. So Rav is asking a question where it is built in that he he knows that the Naziris of a hundred days is not going to be straight. It's not going to go consecutively. So is it chal or is it not chal? Or do you only say that the second period of Naziris? that starts in 20 days, that is when he be- begins in Naziris. That is Rava's question. And the Gemara says, why not ask a simple case? Rava's asking a case where one Naziris goes into the other and, and will prevent the completion. Why does he ask a, a complicated case of 100 days? Why not a case of Stam Naziris? Say that he's accepting Naziris in 20 days, and then he's accepting another regular Naziris. So the 30-day Naziris, Minastam, is going to be interrupted. Why doesn't he ask that question? So it's a simpler question. Why talk about 100 days? Mm-hmm. Really, that is included. One within the other is he meaning to ask. Meaning, let's see, the 
Mefarish Rashi, the bottom line. Kiloma Neziros Metoch Neziros Kameboile. He means to ask that. Rava is asking a series of questions. And correct. That's, that is the starting point. Top of Yudalam and Aleph. Im Tinsolomar Neziros Muetes. If you'll say that a short period of Neziros, meaning the simple way of asking the question, that he's taking a Neziros to begin in 20 days, and he's getting another Neziros to begin now. That's a Neziros Muetes, it's a regular case. Since he has an extra 10 days, do we say that since he does not have more than 10 days to complete at the end, and that's not enough for Gidel Seher, it's not enough for the, the appropriate growth, minimum hair growth of 30 days that he needs to, to be able to complete the Naziris, to, to shave his, his hair, so maybe that's a, a disadvantage, a, a reason to say that it's not hal. But certainly, perhaps, we're saying, more reason to say that the Nazirs, when he's accepting from now for 100 days, is not going to have that problem. Say that that certainly will be hal, that it'll work. Since he will have a completion of another 80 days at the end, so 20 days, it'll be broken with a, the hiatus of 30 days in the middle, completing the last 80 days at the end, so it'll go for him, it'll count for him, and he will have the proper Gidol Olo, Or do we say no? Do we say even though he has Gidol since he knows it will not be consecutive, so the first, the, the immediate starting zeros of 100 days is, is just not how. That is Rava's question. Meaning, the, the Shaila Tosa says, is, is in his ass, does he, does he take as a given that it's not something that he wants to have something broken up? And it's not like the case of the Mishnah. In the case of the Mishnah, he doesn't know when his son will be born. It's not baked in that it's for sure going to be broken up because he doesn't know when the son will be born. Maybe it'll be within 30 days, not within 30 days. But the, when he sets it up, that there's Nazir starting in 20 days and Nazir starting from now for 800, do we say that he doesn't want that and it's, it's not, uh, not something that will actually happen? And if you say that it is Chal, that the Naziris works, the Gidol Seher is going to be adequate. If he says, Behold, I'm accepting Naziris to begin within 20 days, after 20 days pass, and from now he wants to become a Nazir, a Nazir for, forever, a Nazir Olam, meaning not a Stam Naziris of Shloshim Yom, but a perpetual Nazir. <coughs> what is Allah in this case? Do we say that this Naziris of Nazir Olam begins now or not? Meaning over here we're, we're introducing another factor to say that perhaps the, the uh, Nazir Olam that, that will continue will be more of a reason than the previous case of 100 days, more of a reason to say that it's not beginning now than, than to say uh, that, that it should start, be interrupted, and then continue. And then, Perhaps 
the reason why this should be chal. Perhaps the reason why the Nazir Olam, the perpetual Naziris, is going to start, even though it will be broken up after 20 days, is because it's possible for him to be shal nether. He can undo the nether. So the Naziris might be upended. So even though he's structured it to, to be like this, since he can go to Chacham and be shal Nidro, he can, he can annul this vow of Naziris. So who knows? Maybe there will not be this conflict. But, But if he says, I want to become a Nazir of Shimshon, starting after 20 days, and from now a regular Naziris, what's the case here? In this case, Naziris of Shimshon, he cannot be Shal Nadir. And Naziris of Shimshon is not subject to an annulment. So that is happening. In 20 days, he's going to become Nazir Shimshon. Michael, Olo. So that's not subject to be Shal Nadir. That's for sure going to be a conflict with the Naziris he's taking on now, that is beginning now, is 30 days. So then maybe we would say it's not Chal. That's a, a series of questions that are all various degrees of, of Rava's question, obviously related to our Mishnah, when you have a degree of conflict between Tunazirus and that he's accepting upon himself. Will you say even that it'll be Chal or not? When there's various degrees of built-in conflict between the Nazirus. Amar Kemosha Bisheva Ba'adarmai. If the person took on an Aziris, or did not take on an Aziris, that's the question, he said, like Moshe on the seventh of Adar. What is the Allah? So what does it mean? The very cryptic Kabbalah. So the Rashi says, Amarini Kemosha Bisheva Ba'adar. The Mashma Kemosha Shenifta Bisheva Ba'adar. Sounds like Moshe, who passed away on the seventh of Adar. And beyond that, he didn't drink wine. So yes, Moshe Benu stopped drinking wine after the seventh of Adar when he passed on. Is that considered a yad for Naziris? Is that a way of describing taking on a Nazareth vow? That just like Moshe stopped drinking wine by definition after the seventh of Adar, so too this person is also accepting Naziris like Moshe from the seventh of Adar. Or not, or do you say that's not called a Yad for Naziris, it's not a way to accept upon Naziris. He has to be more clear. That's the, the Pashapshat in the, the Girsa we have in the Mefarish and Rashi. Tosa says something else. Tosa says the third Tosa from the bottom. He said he's going to be like Moshe on the seventh of Adar. What is the halacha? There was a great rejoicing on the seventh day of Adar when he was born. Which is interesting. The, as we know, Moshe was born and died on the seventh of Adar. Mm-hmm. And the day of the birth was a great rejoicing. And on the day that he died, Presumably, Tulsa says, many people accepted upon themselves vows. And many people accepted a Nazareth vow as an expression of their grief and their travail that they lost Moshe Rabbeinu. So they accepted 
the Vav Nazirus. Interestingly enough, that the Nazir needs to grow his hair, and Avel also does not shave his hair. He, he lets his hair grow out. There's a certain similarity, and people accepted, Tosas is saying, at the death of Moshe, many people accepted Nazirus. Perhaps this Lashon is a, a phraseology to accept Nazirus, because that became popular upon the death of Moshe. And this fellow didn't say which aspect of Zion other. This is the, the aspect of Tsar, the aspect of Simcha. If it's Simcha, so Fakert is saying he's going to celebrate. Maybe go get some wine. Not, not taking on Aziras, but if it's referring to the Zion other of Moshe's death, that would be a Mashmos that he's trying to take on Aziras. Do we say that it's like at the, the end of Moshe's life and he's presumably trying to accept upon himself Nazir's, oh, or on the day of his birth, and he's accepting upon himself a vow to rejoice. Tosot has a question that Nadarim and Nadavos, including Nazir's, are not subject to being brought in a bama in the private altars. The Naziris is a free will offering. He accepts Naziris. It's, it's not something that's obligatory ever. So, since at that kufa, that time period, they had Bamos, it's not brought on a Bama. So, these people are, are going. They had a bamagdolo, but it's it's it, it's not something they would bring uh, privately on their on a private altar or by the bamagdolo. So in this tkufa, they would not actually have a vehicle to complete the nazirus karbonos. So then they're going to be nazirim kol kol all their lives. This is a question he asks also by nazirus of Shalom, that there's no way for him to conclude his Naziris. That's a side question over here. If he's saying, like Zayn Odar, so, like Moshe Rabbeinu and Zayn Odar, maybe a lot of people did accept Naziris, but I'm not sure why he's asking Saskasha, meaning perhaps people did accept Naziris that would be their whole life because of this issue. And maybe that is part of the question. Maybe it, it becomes a Naziris Olam, because if those people accept the Naziris, when they don't have an, an end possibility, so they're stuck. That's what they're accepting. That's what they're accepting. Maybe this fellow is also accepting that. The, uh, the Naziris, Tosas seems to be unhappy about it because he's accepting Naziris. That basically, he's getting into a situation that he doesn't have a way out or not, not anticipating being able to complete properly. So that's, that's hard to, uh, to countenance that that was a widespread phenomenon. That's why he's saying that that would have been a popular choice to accept the Naziris that people are not anticipating be, being able to complete. If that was what was popular and what was done, maybe he's doing the same thing. Like if somebody takes the Naziris today, they don't have a way to end it. So that's, if somebody would do that, they would become a Nazir, just they're going to have this challenge to conclude it. We had in recent times a... Uh, Person who's macabre in the zeros, you 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 know like a person that yeah, there's there's uh, 
the Talmud, the Nazir is called, Talmud of Rav Kook, became a Nazir. So you have such a thing where the person doesn't have the ability to conclude the Nazirs. We have. We have Nazirs that could be for life. Shimshon. We have such possibilities. Mm-hmm. So even though Tosus seems to have a Hanacha that, that would not become popular, but perhaps that's also a degree of the question, what do we, how do we interpret this that the person is accepting upon himself to be like Moshe on Zion Ba'adah? What, what does he mean by that? Ke Moshe Zion Ba'adah Mai. Let's take a look in the Shita Mekubat says, in the name of Rabbeinu Ezreal. Oma Ke Moshe B'Shiv Ba'adah Pirsh Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam explained, the Mistoma Har Be'ahayusham Presumably there were many there, like Tosu said, many accepted upon themselves to become Nazirim at the death of Moshe Rabbeinu. Inami, alternatively, Imlo Nadru, Onanim If they did not take on Nazirus, then they would have been Onanim, meaning that they would be in the state of mourning, or limbo, after death, before burial. An Onin is one who is tasked with burial. And they are an onin, one who is charged with the burial, separates himself from drinking wine. So perhaps that is a, why it would be a yad for Nazirus, not because they're accepting Nazirus in mass. It was not necessarily so popular, but Rabinatam is saying, Al-Saninus, because they were in a state of the limbo from death till burial, and if they were responsible for the burial, so they're not allowed to drink wine. Perhaps this seventh day of Adar is not talking about the death of Moshe, but the birth of Moshe, where they ate and drank and celebrated and presumably drank wine. That, that is the Suffolk, uh, according to Rabbeinu Tam. We have these possibilities quoted from Rabbeinu Israel, but the Shiloh of Aninus is, is there a fascinating Shiloh? Let's see, Rabbi David Salvechik speaks about this. Shiva. It's not so... It's a freedom with this. He, he's not sure what to, to make of this. Let's see it inside. Tosos, your master, Omar, Kemosh, Bezayim, Ba'adamau. See, quotes Tosos. Tzorbir. This needs to be explained. The ha, Pashta Sapsukim, Pashta Shmos, Mashmad, Tekesh, Nolad, Echviu, if you read the verses, the simple Havana Pashapshat is that Moshe was hidden for three months. There was no great grand celebration. He was born early, and they couldn't hide him anymore. They had to try and do something to try and save his life. They put him in the basket into the to the Nile River. Three months later, in Cain, it was not known. It was not a, a broad public celebration because they were keeping his birth very hush-hush. They're trying to avoid him being taken and killed. So what's this suffix? Was it a, great, a day of great celebration, the day of Moshe's birth that everybody's celebrating? Who's everybody celebrating? It was a top secret. Tosa sounds like the entire Jewish people are rejoicing about this. Was it such the, the greatest kept secret? No, uh, Everybody knew and nobody... Uh, except the Egyptians. It's a, it's a hell. 
Tosos quotes that when he died, when Moshe died, presumably many took on his ears. Tosos said, Mishum Tsar, and Bishidu Megbetzes, Kam Bishem, Rabbeinu Tam, Shehosevo, Tosos quotes, Rishidu Megbetzes quotes, additionally, as we saw from Rabbeinu Tam, Inami Imlo Nodononim Hayu. Even without his ears, they were onanim. Uparshim Lishos Yain, Vahainu, Duhu Matvis Mashapirsho, Biyom Tirs Moshem Yom, Mishumanios. So without the broad acceptance of Nezirus, they weren't drinking wine because of Aninos. Vitzarbir, on that, Rabbi has a kasha. That is their own in Biyain, who rak Kishemesa Motolafonov, Valoblakovro. The obligation to bury is what generates the restriction of wine, not just that there's a broad sense of mourning, but that this person is tasked with the burial. Kimavur Tosus. This is also, you're talking about Shittas Rabbeinu Tam? Rabbeinu Tam actually asking that way. Rabbeinu Tam was in Aninus in the sense that he did not start a Velus. His, uh, I believe his sister died, if I recall correctly. And he was not tasked with the burial. It was not his responsibility. And even though he would be sitting Shiva for her, Nonetheless, it was not his job to do kvura, he drank wine. So to say that all of Kalisrael is here owning him, it's, it's uh, hard to, uh, to accept. Bifrat, according to Rabbein to Moto, love the Kovra. So who is the one that, uh, that buried Moshe Rabbeinu? Kadosh Baruch Hu buried Moshe Rabbeinu. Who is it Motolan? To say it's Motolan Kalisrael, that they're all being perished from Yain because of this Aninos. That's a pella also. Both Sarachin, this one behind who bein amisal kvura. I'm Barama. The this window of prohibition of wine for aninos is between the death and the burial. And the Rambam writes in Perik Dalit in Hilchos Eva Halachavov, the achar kvura motviyin. As soon as the burial takes place, the onin, even if he is the one who has to bury, so he is the one. Uh, that now that the he's in a state of Avelus, he's he's now mourning, he's allowed to drink wine. In fact, the Avel drinks wine. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin, wine was created for those that are Rishoim and for those that are in Avelus. So an Avel does drink wine. It's specifically an Onin who doesn't drink wine. Moshe Beno did not have any gap, really, between his death and his burial. He was told to ascend, and to die, interesting, Sivui Bechlau, Kash Baruch buried him. There's no downtime. So even if it would be mutl on somebody to bury him, there's, there's no gap between the death and the Kavura. So there would be no window really for Aninus. This Pirush of a broad Aninus, why Klalisra is abstaining from wine without Nazirus, that's a Pella Tzarachian, Dov does not mm-hmm. offer Teretz on this. It's a, a Kasha on, on this Rabbeinotan. In the name of Rabbi Israel. Concerning this explanation, what does it mean? Like Moshe on Zayin Adar, Rashi and Tosos discuss what it means. Is this phraseology, this acceptance, this vow, does it sound like Nazirus or not? Is he just saying he's going to party? Is he saying that he's going to be celebrating? Is he saying he's not going to have wine? A way of referring to Nazirus. What does this have to do with our Gemara? Meaning, our Gemara is describing a whole series of questions, if 
as we've noticed, that all have a certain flavor. This Gemara seems out of left field. Is it a Lushan Kabbalah Nazir or not? A fair question. What does it have to do with the Sugya? So that's a, a, a very good question. I'm Chadushim Aran Rizalevi. So David's father, the Briskarov, speaks about this in Pagdalid, Allah Yud in Naziris, in Allah the Rambam. Shkazo Fash, Dimbaz Gamorahi, Imam Rainin Kemosh Bazain Oda. The way the Briskarov explains the question of the Gemara is when he says he's going to be a Nazir, like Moshe, on the seventh of Adar, the intention is Kemo Moshe Bazain Ba'adar. Moshe Beno, on Zayn Ba'adar, is the last day of his life. It was the day before he died. And at that point, it's impossible to actually complete a Naziris. There is no Naziris less than 30 days. So to over here. This fellow is intending to accept Naziris one day before he actually dies. And he says, like Moshe on Zayn Adar, he's saying, I don't know when I'm going to die, but I want to become an Azir one day before I die, like Moshe on Zayn Adar. That was the last day of his life. Vasaveku, what is the question? Im if such a vow is effective. By definition, he's not giving himself 30 days. And Azir is only going to be Chal, the last day of his life, and he doesn't have 30 days. So this is similar to the broader context of all these questions in the Gemara, that is a series of Nazirusin that he's accepting that are not going to be completed and concluded, do we say that it gets off the ground or not? So there we're talking about with a hiatus in between, the 20 days and the 80 days, all these cases. Here also, he wants to accept Naziris one day before he dies. He's not going to have a 30 days. Do you say that it's Chal or not? And according to the Briskorov, now we can understand the context why this question fits in the broader pattern of the other questions of the Gemara. When he took a vow of to, to be after 20 days, and then afterwards, he said he's accepting upon himself the vow from now, for the second Naziris, he doesn't have a full 30 days. And that's why the Ramam also places this halacha that the Briskrav says is coming from this part of the Gemara. Someone who accepted upon himself to become a Nazir one day before his death, which the Briskrav says is the, Ram, the Ramam's formation of the Gemara's question here. He puts it right here in the sequence of, of cases that reflect the questions of our Gemara. And how does the Ramam rule? It all goes well. How does the Ramam Paskin over here. He's not allowed to drink wine. He can't, can't become Tommy to or shave his head forever. He's stuck. Meaning, it is Chal. That is the, the way, the conclusion, that even though he's not setting things up in a way that, that can become a full Naziris of 30 days, it is it has a foot in the door, so to speak. It starts... And therefore, he doesn't know what day he's going to die. He's going to have to keep Nazir the rest of his life. The Kesem Mishnah says, where's the source for this Ramah? He doesn't say like Biskrov, that it's our Shiloh in the Gemara here. But the Kesem Mishnah says something else. It says over there in the Doran, if somebody says, I will not 
depart from this world until I become a Nazir. And Shema Gemara, Deparach, Hechi, Mishkachaslo, Baal Ta'ach Nazirs. Gemara poses a question over there. How do we find Baal Ta'acher to not delay in the context of Nazirus? Oh, Kim Sheoma, Harin Nazir, take up Chal of Nazirus. Right away, he becomes a Nazir. So, do you have any Baal Ta'acher of, of a delay? Mm-hmm. And the Gemara says, this is a case that you're going to have Baal Ta'acher, that he says he's not going to leave this world until he becomes a Nazir. Since there's a concern, maybe he will die, doesn't know the day of his death. He needs to begin his Nazirus right away. And in this case, he's going to have a prohibition of delaying the Nazirus. From the fact that this is subject to Balta Acher, to delaying, to being, uh, taking time to fulfill his obligation, it, it's clear that just this acceptance to say, I will not depart from the world until I become a Nazir, does not make him a Nazir right away. He has to actually accept the Nazirs. If he doesn't, he's considered derelict and, and being late in fulfilling his vow of Nazirs. But if it would happen automatically, then you, you still wouldn't have any Baal Ta'acher. Mashkos of Maranzatzal, Sham, like the Kessel Mishnah explains. Kumokein Pirish HaRosham, this also is reflected in the explanation, the, the Pirish of the Rosh. Aval hocha kol kamadulo amarini nazir, lo chalav nazirs. All the while that he doesn't actually follow that up with saying, Behold, I am a nazir, so the nazirs doesn't start. Nitzarachim. And Reb David asks, We have to understand, Deem Cain, have a baltachman adorim, lo nazirs. If this is the case, it's actually just a baltachman of nedorim on the nether, but not of the nazirs. The reason why it's to start right away is because of the nether. But it's still not really a Balta'achar on the Nazirus. Even according to the Briskarov, that the source of the words of the Rambam are from our Gemara, not in the beginning of the Nadorm, but over here. We still need the words of the Kesa Mishnah that, that this halacha has, is partially rooted in the Gemara in Nadorm, Gimel Mabez. Here it's clear that the Nazirus is Chal, it starts, even though it's not possible for the actual fulfillment to ever be completed. Because he, he needs the Nazirus to be 30 days, it actually only begins the day before he dies, and then he doesn't have 30 days. But we still don't have a proof that he has to start this right now. Maybe it's Chal, and if he has some inclination that he's going to die imminently that day, the next day, then he has to be no Ignaziris. But how do you know he has to start right away? Ramam says that he right away needs to accept upon himself Naziris, to take on the Naziris, and it continues indefinitely. And for this reason, we need to come from, in understanding this Rambam, the Sugya Nadarim, that the Isser begins right away, because we are concerned he might die. We don't say that he's in good health, don't be concerned about it, no. He has to start right away. The Biskarov wrote that if somebody accepts upon himself 
to become a Nazir the day before his death. He says it's comparable to somebody who accepts upon himself Nazirs for a thousand years. The Ramam phrases that case, somebody accepts Nazirs for a thousand years. As follows, he says, have a if he accepted upon himself a fixed Nazirs, Af even though it's not possible that he's going to live a thousand years. He knows he's not going to have a thousand years. Since the Ramam already says that earlier, that he could have Naziris when he sets it up for a fixed amount of time, even though it's not possible for him to complete it, the Naziris is chal. So we already know that. So why do you need this halacha? That really is the the focal point of this chivish, that it could be a person accepts naziris even though he can't finish it. The Ramam already wrote this. The Ramam says explicitly over there, even though it's impossible for him to actually complete it. He's not going to live a thousand years. He knows that. And even though this Nazir's cannot be completed, it nonetheless does get started. So we should already know, one day before I die, if he says I'm going to become a Nazir, we already know from that halacha. So why is it necessary to write this halacha separately by us? We already know the, the main chiddush. You have to say, that nonetheless, accepting a Naziris of one day is worse. De'el shana by the thousand years earlier. Nehi de'ein yochol iskayim mikomokom ikabza Naziris lamed yom. Over there, there is a reasonable chance that he's going to be Nazir for 30 days, which is the minimum shear of Naziris. So he's not going to get a thousand years, but he's at least going to have a chance of 30 days or more, which is the, the typical minimum of Naziris. But he just can't complete it. So there we say it gets started. But our case is actually a new chiddush. It's a bigger chiddush. That you have one day before his death. If somebody says, I'm a Nazir for one day, it is not chav. He needs to be 30 days. Look, and there's an additional chiddush here that even though he says one day before his death, that is going to be chal, he'll have the naziris, even though it's not a, a reasonable anticipation that he'll be able to do a minimum of 30 days, nonetheless, it is chal. And the parentheses says, And there's the additional chiddush that required the Raman to write this, that since he doesn't know when he's going to die, so he's required to start right away. He can't just say, I don't think I'm going to die tomorrow, so I don't need to start the Nazirs. That's a, another reason to say this halacha separate from the halacha earlier of person accepting the Nazirs for a thousand years. <coughs> it could be also that even if he says he's a Nazir, from the day that he dies, Miyodeh, what's going to be? Maybe he'll have Tchis Amesim that day. He'll die, have Tchis Amesim. Oh, yeah. And he'll be able to be Mashlim. Miyodeh, who says that that uh, he won't be able to actually do the 30 days? Maybe it's rare, unusual. Uh, he'll have uh, CPR, and boom, he's back. 
And mi odea. So it could be that Yitzhak needs some possibility of the 30-day Naziris. However remote that possibility is, Al-Kopon, we see that it is Chal. Continuing in the Gemara. Let us re- resolve the case when we say if the person accepted upon himself to be in his nausea after 20 days and from now to begin a 100-day period of Nazir's count the first 20 then count the 30 days of the second Nazir's period and then count 80 to complete it. Say that that's the resolution. Nitma bimid beno. We're trying to bring a proof. If the person became tame during the days of the Naziris he accepted for the birth of a son, Rabbi Yochanan says that that undermines the count of Naziris. Rishlagir says it, the Tuma does not undermine the count of the Nazirs. Rabbi Yochanan says we view it as one long period of Nazirs. It has different components, but because it's viewed as one long period of Nazirs, therefore the Tuma is hurt, it, it undermines the entire the entire, entire period. Rishlagir says no, there are two Nazirusin. And they might be uh, interdispersed, not not uh, they border on one another, but they don't merge into one aziris, and therefore the tuma is not going to be soser, because not going to be soser entirely, because we view his own aziris as distinct from the aziris accepted for the birth of the son. Top of What if he became tame with tzoraas? So they have the same machlokas, basically. Lishi Tosam. Rabbi Yochanan says the days of Tsaras. Rashi explained. If he was in the middle of a period of Nazirus and he became a Mitzara, and he became Tome of Tumas Meis, which is the Tumah, not the Tumas Tsaras, but Tumas Meis is what Soser the Nazirus. Do you say in that case that? That undermines the count of Nazir's days, or not? So Rabbi Yochanan says it is. So Rishlagir says it is not, even though the continuing count of Nazir's is arrested during the period of Saras. He can't be a Mitzera and a Nazir. But so during that period of Saras, where his Nazir's is on hold, he's got to get through the Saras and be Metahir himself some Saras before he can continue with his Nazir's. Do we say that that Tumas Mace in the period of Saras? Is going to be so sad the earlier count before it became a tzara or not? Biyochanan says it is. Rishlachar says it's not. Biyochanan says so sad. Daha benazir is kai. Biyochanan says he is actually still in his nazir's period. Rishlachar says so sad. Tzaras v'chut nazir's v'chut. Rishlachar says no. The period of tzaras is distinct, and nazir's is distinct. So even though the nazir's is on hold while he's a matzara, the tzaras period is on its own, and it's not going to undermine the earlier period of nazir's. Utsricha and the Gemara says it is necessary to describe these two disagreements. 
If we would only have had the first teaching where they have the two Nazirusin and there was a Tumah uh, for, tum- for the Tzaraz, uh, the Tumah for the Nazirus of Beno, is that Soser the Nazirus of his own Nazirus or not? Maybe it was in that case that Rabbi Yochanan says that the Tumah is going to undermine the entire period of Nazirus. Shame Nazirus Achasi. Because whether it's his Nazirus or Nazirus accepted for his son, it's all really one thing. But in the second case of Tsaras, perhaps he would agree to Rishlakish and say that there's no Nazirus going on while he's a Mansara, and therefore it's not so And if you would just say the case of Tsaras, maybe only there does Rishlakish say that the two periods are distinct. But in the first case, where they are both Nazirus, one for him, one for that he accepted for his son, perhaps we would say, Rishlokish would agree to Rabbi Yochanan that it's all considered Nazirus, and therefore Soser, and it was necessary to say Rishlokish holds in that case, also the first case, that there's Nazirus for himself, and Nazirus accepted for his son. Nonetheless, Rishlokish says, it's two separate things, and the two on one is not going to be Soser for the other. It's necessary to teach both cases that Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlokish do each hold of their own Shita, but each case is a chiddush to what extent? Nitma biyom gidol seher. If it became tame on the day of gidol seher, of the the thirty day threshold when he has the growth of hair, at which point he is able to to shave it off. Rav Amar Enosos. Rav says that does not undermine the nazirus. Afilu Rabbi Yochanan da Amar Soser, and even according to Rabbi Yochanan, it says that the gidol seher when it becomes tame is soser does undermine hanimili. That's, that is true when the Gidol Seir is the completion of Nazirus. Meaning, the, the Gidol Seir is the L'Chachila. Is, is, He's supposed to shave on the 31st day. But, if he did shave on the 30th day, it's good enough. So, that which Rebbe says it is so, sir, is when it was on the 30th day. Because that's not just a date it's possible to do Gilser, but that is actually necessary for the completion of Nazirus. Uh, ideally, though, if you waited to, to shave on the 31st day, then it's not going to be associated. It will not undermine, that's what Rav is saying, it will not undermine the previous count, because he actually completed a full period of 30 days of Nazirus. Shmuel Amar, Shmuel says it does undermine. See by the letter, we're passing like Rav. Shmuel disagrees. He says it will be Soser. So even though he got Tomei on the 31st day, when he still has not yet shaved his head, Shmuel says it's ta- it's soser and he's he loses the thirty days that he had before. Rav says it does not. I feel Rishlokish. and Shmuel says this is true even according to Rishlokish, Damer ain't soser, who says that it's not soser. Hasam That case when Rishlokish says that you do not have a stira, that the tuma when he still has the hair to to shave does not when he became Tommy tumas mates at that point is not going to undermine the previous days of Nazirus, Hasam Shtei Nazirus, that's when there are two Nazirusin, two consecutive Nazirusin, Hacha Chad Nazirusa, but over here, we're talking about one Nazirus. Amrachista HaKol Modim She'im Kiddush Seher Bedam, everybody agrees, says Rachista, that if the hair has been sanctified by the blood, the carbon has already been, been, has been sprinkled, 
Then he's out of business. There's nothing to be done. What does that mean? There's nothing to be done. I leave the man. According to whose opinion was this statement of Rabbi Chista said that there's there's some problem that's, that cannot be rectified. If you say it's according to Eliezer, since Eliezer holds that the shaving of the hair is fully part and parcel of the Nazir's, it's Ma'akev, Toch Milas, he. So therefore, according to Eliezer, even though it's the 31st day, let's say, it's functionally just as much as it would be the 30th day. So according to him, it should be so, sir, just like we Paskin in the 30th day that counts for the days of Nazir's and the possibility of cutting his hair. So we should say, according to Eliezer, there is a Takana because it's so, sir, and he could start again. Rather, this idea that Rav Chisa said that Ein Lo Takana is going according to the Rabbanan, Amri Tiglachas Lamakeves, and they hold Tiglachas Namakev, not like Rabbi Yezer. So then, if it's Namakev, so what does it mean Ein Lo Takana? What does it mean he's stuck? In what way is he stuck? Really, it's going according to the Rabbanan, not Rabbi Yezer, because it is so sir, and he has to start again. But according to the Rabbanan, that it's Namakev, so what does it mean? My Enlo Takana. Enlo Takana misses Giluach. It means there's no full way to do the Giluach in the ideal form. Because he's supposed to be Tahar for that. But it's not necessary. So he's going to lose out and it's not the ideal Giluach. That's what it means, Enlo Takana. Amar Abiyosi. Amar Abiyosi. Rabbi Chania. Abiyosi says in the name of Rabbi Chania, Nazir, Shachal al Yamab. Nazir has completed his days of Naziris. He will get lashes for the contact with the dead. Even though he's finished his, his series of Naziris, he's done 30 days. But if he has not yet completed it, completed everything he's supposed to do, the Tiglachas and the, and, and the uh, carbon, Karbanos, so he will still get lashes. But, but he will not get lashes for violating the Tiglachas, for for uh, pulling at the hairs in a way that's not through the procedure of Tiglachas, and also not for drinking wine, and even though he's supposed to complete the process, meaning Korbanos, and do everything everything the way he's supposed to, these other components, other than Tumah, says Rabbi Osib Rabbi Chanino, are not subject to lashes once he's done the full period of Naziris that he accepted as as he was supposed to. Ma'ish not Tumah, Dilaki, why is Tumah special? According to that he's subject to lashes once he's completed the period, whereas the other restrictions are not subject to lashes. Dhamma based on the verse. Pasuk says, All the days of his being a Nazir, the What is the additional implication of all the days that he's a Nazir? To include even the days after he's completed the minimum threshold. To be like the days beforehand, if so, he should also be liable for violating tiglachas till he's completed it. So why are we differentiating between tuma, tumas meis, and the other things? Tiglachas or yain. Deha ama rachmana, as the Torah says. Another pasuk. Koi me nizro tar lo yavor al rosho. So all the days that he has vowed to be a Nazir, a razor shall not go across his head. This verse is telling you 
that kol yimei nadon Ezra, all the days that he's still within the vow. So this is making an equivalence between the days when he's actually fulfilling the vow till the days afterwards when he has not yet completed it, but he's already accomplished the minimum threshold. So that's specifically linked to tar, to, to shaving the hair. Also, we have a similar implication by another verse that seems to equate the drinking of wine, that after he's completed, like before he's completed. So we have verses not just for, uh, in general, or for tumah, but it seems to apply for shaving the hair and for wine. So it says, This is different, we have a, a reason to differentiate between Tuma and the other restrictions. Pasuk says, Vitime rosh nizro, vigilach rosho, biom tairoso. And he, if he became impure when his head was in a state of Nazirus, me shenizro tali lo birosho. So this verse indicates that the status of Nazirus depends on his head. So the, the Tumah is dependent on him still having the hair on his head, meaning he has not yet completed the Naziris. Only then is there a continuation of Malkus, but not the other cases of drinking wine after he's completed the minimum shear, or the, the restriction on shaving. The, uh, those are not going to be subject to lashes according to Rabbi Yosef Rebbe This Pasuk is specifically for Tumah. The more asakasha meisve, nazir shcholo yomov, a nazir you have a a nazir who has completed his days, also the gleich lishtos yain. He's not allowed to shave his head or to drink wine. Ulatam lemesim, and of course to become impure by contact with the dead. Veim gelach vishosa yain nitla lemesim. If he did all three, harez asavik zarbaim, he is subject to lashes. So this brisa tells you that not like the assertion of Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Hanino, that there's a difference between coming Tameh, Tumas, Meis, as opposed to Giluach and Yain, but they're all three the same. Even though he's done the minimum shear till he completes the job, he's subject to the prohibitions. Tiyufta, this is a kasha, and it is a, a, a rejection. We see the, the letter Aleph over here, that the Psak is all three are subject to Malchus, not like what Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Hanino, suggested earlier.